One of the deepest mysteries of the Christian faith is the triune or Trinitarian nature of God. And there's something very, very special to be seen in the relationship between God the Son and God the Spirit and the believer. And we're gonna talk about that today on Beyond the Notes. I'm Pastor Russell Howard, and I'm really, really glad you're with us today. The, uh, the Trinity is, is a difficult and mysterious concept. It just is. One of the things that is, is said of the Trinity, and, and I believe it's, it's a correct statement, of course it's a correct statement, is that the, the fact of the Trinity, that God is, is one personality that expresses himself in three persons, is, is what's called an irreducible fact. It's it's the universe's central irreducible fact that the God who is is a triune God. What that means is he, he defies metaphor. You can't say the Trinity is like this or that or the other because there are all kinds of, of heresy you get into very, very quickly when you try to force a mold onto the Trinity. There is one God. We do not worship three gods. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit are all God, not in the sense that all three of them are equally God, but in the sense that they are all the same one God. And if that makes your head feel like it's going to, you know, slightly stretch to the point of exploding, you're probably seeing it correctly. It's a, it's an interesting concept. And as we looked at the passage this week on Sunday morning, this back half of John 14, where Jesus promises the coming Holy Spirit. It, it led me to want to peer more deeply into something for a moment that I thought would be a really, really good place to take this week's Beyond the Notes. Let me, let me pose a question. The question is, where is Jesus right now? Where is Jesus right now? You know, Easter is coming up in just a little while, and one of the most important, distinctive truths we, we guard and express, the Bible is clear about it, that the, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ was a physical resurrection, that the body that went into that grave on Friday came out of that grave on Sunday, albeit glorified, a very different form and a very sort of the eternal glorified version of that body. But, but 1 Corinthians 15, for example, makes it clear that what happened to Jesus on Easter Sunday as he walked out of his grave physically is the basis and the model for the physical resurrection of all believers. This is not a, a spiritual event. What came out of the grave was not some, you know, Jesus, the, the ghost. It was Jesus, the man, Jesus Christ. And the, the one that spent those, those days with his disciples, those 40 days after the resurrection, was the physically embodied man, Jesus Christ. He, he demonstrated some supernatural capabilities. He could travel very, very quickly. Uh, he could literally walk through walls, but he was not a spirit being. He was a physically embodied uh, John 21. He sits on the shore of the Sea of Galilee and eats some fish with the guys. So this is an embodied, physical, resurrected, eternally durable body like you and I will one day have in the resurrection. So, and, and that is the Jesus that ascended in Acts chapter 1 when he, when he, flew up into the clouds at, um, on the side of the Mount of Olives there facing Jerusalem. Uh, 
So we, we must guard the physical resurrection of Jesus and the physical reality of what 1 Timothy 2, 5 calls our intercessor, the man, Jesus Christ. In his present form, he is a man. Well, where, where is he? Well, we don't have to wonder about that. Now, set aside for a moment what you know about the fundamental omnipresence of God. And hang on, because this is an Easter truth that is to be preserved. Hang on to your understanding that Jesus Christ is a resurrected human being at this moment. At this moment, in the spring of 2022, Jesus is a resurrected human being. And Ephesians 1.20, Colossians 3.1, Hebrews 8.1, and Hebrews 12.2 all unite in telling us that, that that resurrected Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father in the throne room of the universe with God the Father. One time, by the way, as a fun footnote, he is depicted as standing beside the throne of God the Father, and that is when he welcomes the first martyr, Stephen the first person aside from Jesus himself to die for his Christian faith is the martyr Stephen. And in Acts 7.55, Stephen, about to die, says that I see the heavens opened and, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God the Father. It's the only time in the uh, post-ascension appearances of Jesus in heaven that he's said to be not seated to the right hand of the Father, but standing in honor of Stephen, who gave his life for his faith. That's a bit of Bible trivia. But here's what I want you to get. I want you to get that Jesus Christ, physically resurrected, physically alive as a resurrected human being, is positioned in a particular place at the right hand of the throne of God. But I, I, I thought Jesus was with me. And you're not, you're not wrong to say that he is. I think of a couple of passages. Matthew 18, 20 is the promise in a it's in a context of a of a congregation gathered to deal with the difficult matter of church discipline actually but the statement Jesus makes in Matthew 18:20 is if two or three of you gather in my name there am I in the midst of you well i have uh, i've been around christians for a long long time and i have been in more than i can count gatherings of more than two or three people gathered in Jesus name and the resurrected Christ, the man, Jesus Christ, who typically is seated at the right hand of the Father, hasn't shown up for any of those meetings. God the Son has not been there. And I'm not saying that Jesus got it wrong. Bear with me and don't write me hateful emails. I'm just saying the embodied, resurrected, physical man, Jesus Christ, I've never been in the room with him yet. Yet. In the Great Commission, at the end of the, the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 28, 20, he makes a similar statement. He says, behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Well, now, if he's a physically embodied, resurrected man, and he is, while he is still God the Son, and he is typically seated at the right hand of his Father in heaven, which, again, four times in the New Testament, he's said to be seated there, one time standing, but always at the right hand of God the Father. How is he always with me? Because he said he would be. Well, because the 
the the trinitarian god the triune god is in fact one god when he says i god the father can say i and that i include god the spirit and god the son god the son can say i and mean god the father and god the spirit god the spirit can say i and include god the son and god the father John 14, 20, part of the passage that we dealt with on a recent Sunday morning at McGregor. Jesus is talking to his disciples in the context of promising them the Spirit. And he says, in that day, that is the day that he comes to them in the form of the Spirit. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. The I in John 14, 20, out of the mouth of Jesus is a reference to God, the Holy Spirit. So God, the Holy Spirit allows us the, the incredibly privileged position of all time, that is at all times, intimate, connected relationship, access to the living God. In fact, possession by the living God in the literal spirit possession sense while at the same time preserving the important and unique truth of the physical, literal resurrection, ascension, and one day return of Jesus Christ. We can have it both ways because the God who is has chosen to reveal himself to us as God the Son and God the Spirit at the same time. So we have all the amazing truth of a literal resurrection and a literally ascended Christ, we have a literal man, Jesus Christ, who is seated at the right hand of God the Father, standing in for us and interceding on our behalf. And at the same time, we have the spiritual presence of God the Holy Spirit in our heart. And while they are different persons of the Trinity, they're the same God. Um. Years ago on Easter Sunday, we used to sometimes make the statement that Jesus is not dead and in this tomb, or dead and in the tomb, he's alive and in this room. And that used to bug me a little bit because I thought, no, because the Jesus that resurrected is not in this room because he's a man standing at the, or seated at the right hand of God the Father. God the Holy Spirit is in this room, and I was probably being a precise to the point of pickiness, but it's really, really important to guard the truth of the literal physical resurrection of Christ while at the same time guarding the truth of the intimate connected possession of the living God in the person of the Holy Spirit. And we can guard those both if we understand the Trinity correctly. Well, that was just something to think about. I pray that by now you have, you have subscribed or liked this podcast. I hope you're sharing it with your friends. And if so, I'm glad. God bless you, and we look forward to the next time we're here together on Beyond the Notes.